0: hare
1: krishna today we are so fortunate to have her grace vanamali manjari mataji from ohio and mataji will enlighten us on Srimad bhagavatam 6.1.56 and 57 verses so please take over call mataji hare krishna thank you so much mataji thank you all devotees for joining chanting every day and also doing nityam bhagavata sevaya uh, which is very, 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 very important and integral part of our Krishna Conscious life We'll start with charan and prayers and then we'll continue uh, to see the verses from 56 to 57 Om Ajnana Timirandasya Ajnana Kaya. Shakshurun Militam Yena, Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha, Sri Chaitanyamano, Wisdom, Sapitam Yena, Bhutale, Swayam Rupa Kadam Ahyam, Tadati Swa Padanticam, One Dayam, Sri Guru, Sri Utapadakamalam, Sri Gurun Vaishnava, Sham, Sri Rupam Sagrajatam, Sahadana Raghunatan Vitam, Tamsa Sadvaitam, Savadutam, Parijanasahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Yadim, Sri Radha, Krishna Padan, Sagana Radhita, Shri Bishakan Vitam, Shar. A Krishna Karuna Sindo, Jagatpate, Bando, Jagat Pati, Gupisha, Gupika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namos, Taptakan Chenagaurangi Rade Brindavanis Vari Prishabanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Pri Vanchakalpatarupyascha Rupa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Bhavani Bho Vaishnavi Sri Krishna Chaitanya Krebunityananda Shri Advaita Dadhadhara Shrivasadhi Gaura Bhaktavanda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Yam. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam, Narayanam Namaskrutya, Naram Chevanarottamam, Devim Sarasvati Vyasam, Tato Jayamudhirayet. Hare Krishna, my beloved pronounce once again to all the devotees on the call. <coughs> I for uh, I consider myself very fortunate to engage in this seva along with all of you. So we are reading Ajamila's story, which glorifies the chanting of holy name of the Lord. So now we will see how Ajamila, from this verse onwards, 56 verse onwards, we see the downfall of Ajamila. Ajamila was not uh, in the first place; he didn't start it as a uh, person an ordinary person or who has an existing uh, existing bad qualities he was a brahmana with all kinds of good qualities so we will see how ajamila has fallen down from that position to the position where he was so yamadutas are explaining to the vishnu dutas what ajamila has all done why ajamila should be taken to the hell so Po- 1.6.1.56 point, point to 57 mm-hmm. i am heshruta sampanna ha shila vrutta gunalaya ha druta vrato mrudhurdhantha satyavan mantra vichchu mantra atiti hi shru ateeti vruddhanam anahankara ana ana, ana anahankrutaha Sarva Bhuta Sruhut Sadhur Mitavak anasuyaka So, these are all the good qualities which Ajamila has actually. Translation and Parpad by His, great, his Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. I am this person known as Ajamila. He indeed, Shruta Sampannaha, well educated in Vedic knowledge. Sila, of good character. vrutta, good conduct. Guna, and good qualities. Alayaha, the reservoir. Drutavrataha, fixed in execution of the Vedic injections. Muruduhu, very mild. Dantaha, completely controlling the mind and senses. Satyavak, always truthful. mantravid knowing how to chant the Vedic mantas. Suchihi, always very neat and clean. Guru, the spiritual master. Agni, the fire god. Atithi, guest. Ruddhanam, and of the old household members. Srusru very respectfully engaged in the service, anaham without pride or false prestige. Sarva suhrit. friendly to all living entities, sadhu, well behaved. No one could find any fault in his character. Mitavak, talking with great care, not to speak nonsense. Anasu yakaha, not envious. So we don't find any quality. It explains uh, why Ajamila is where uh, where he he was uh, at the time of his death, or what was he doing in the rest of his life. So translation. In the beginning, this brahmana named Ajamila studied all the Vedic literatures. He was a reservoir of good character, good conduct, and good qualities, firmly established in executing all the Vedic injections. He was very mild and gentle, and he kept his mind and senses under control. Furthermore, he was always truthful. He knew how to chant the Vedic mantras, and he was also very pure. Ajamila was very respectful to his spiritual master, the fire god, guests, and the elderly members of his household. Indeed, he was free from false prestige. He was upright, benevolent to all living entities, and well behaved. He would never speak nonsense or envy anyone. The order carriers of Amaraja, the Amadutas, are explaining the factual position of piety and impiety and how a living entity is entangled in this material world Describing the history of Ajamila's life, the Amadutas relate that in the beginning he was a learned scholar, Vedic literature, he was well behaved, neat and clean and very kind to everyone, in fact he has all good qualities in other words, he was like a perfect brāhmaṇa. A brāhmaṇa is expected to be perfectly pious, to follow all regulative principles and to have all good qualities. The symptoms of piety are explained in these verses. Srila Veerarāga Acharya comments that dhrutavrata means dhrutam vratam strisanga rahityātmaka brahmacharya rūpam In other words, Ajamila followed the rules and regulations of celibacy as a perfect brahmachari and was very soft-hearted, truthful, clean and pure. How he fell down in spite of all these qualities and thus came to be threatened with punishment by Amaraja will be described in the following verse. So that is Prabhupada's purpose. So let's just have a look at Ajamila's character. Ajamila was born as a Brahmana, and then he has all, sampannaha well-versed in Vedic literature. Prabhupada writes in a, a second chance book, which is a, a complete story of Ajamila, that Ajamila was not an armchair Vedantist. That means there are many Vedantists, many philosophers in this world, who will be speaking a lot of philosophy, a lot of good things, but they don't practice anything. That means they are armchair Vedantists. They will sit down in the chair, smoking, doing all kinds of nonsense things, but they speak good philosophy. But Ajamila was not like that. Ajamila was actually practicing whatever he has learned from the Vedas. He's following all those things. Ajamila was not just a for uh, for namesake, a Vedantist. We find these kind. We find mostly the philosophers, many speak philosophy. Surprisingly, many think that they are qualified to speak philosophy, even though they didn't learn it from a proper uh, guru or a parampara if they know how to speak nicely uh, they may be good speakers in other fields like they may be lecturers or something and they read some books and they find themselves as qualified to speak on philosophy without implementing or practicing anything so that is useless actually one who practices and speaks uh, has more value because he adds his realization and he's an acharya who has implemented those instructions and uh, known the value of them so Ajamila was not like that Ajayamila was Srutya Sampannaha. he was well versed in all Vedic literatures but he was also practicing them he was seal of Gunalaya Gunalaya he has, all. Alaya means a place like a temple place where everything is there uh, so he is like of Vritta. all good characters, he is reservoir of all good characters and qualities and good conduct, so he has all the good qualities that we can find in a brahmana, he is a perfect brahmana, brahmanas are in mode of goodness, sattva guna, and they have to be pious, if brahmanas are not pious, Prabhupada writes in uh, 2.3 uh, or 4's per perpet- when Krishna asks, um, Arjuna, kutastha kashmalam, from where you have got all these kinds of impurities and impotency, you will be called an unworthy son of a kshatriya. When a kshatriya declines to fight, when a kshatriya declines to perform his prescribed duty, he will be considered as an unworthy son. In the same way, a brahmana, when he acts impiously, is considered as an unworthy son of his father. So Brahmana means anybody can become Brahmanas by birth automatically if we are born in a Brahmana family because the parents have conceived us with that mindset with that consciousness of being in Sattva Guna maybe we will be inheriting those qualities by birth uh, but uh, all of us can develop those qualities and become Brahmanas but we have to be pious and acting in the mode of goodness. So ajamila was a reservoir of all good characters and good conduct and qualities and what else ajamila has drutha vrataha firmly executing all vedic injections as i mentioned earlier he's just not a armchair vedantist somebody who only speaks vedanta he is actually Drudavrata. vrataha he was practicing all those things with a lot of determination whatever he has learned all the vedic injections Mrudhu, very gentle, he knows how to talk, how he has to uh, conduct himself in front of elders, in front of children, uh, wife, he was already married by then, wife and all. So, the reason all his good qualities were mentioned is, the chances of sinning was very less for Ajamila. If If we don't have any of these qualities, we have a chance of sinning a lot by not being gentle and by not being mild by not practicing what we have heard uh, by not having good qualities we are already on the path of uh, sinful life and then falling down is not uh, is not unpredictable when somebody is sinning a lot if not today tomorrow they are going to fall down maybe until their punya karma is uh, there they may be sounding or showing like um, having good time getting everything good results according to the material world but it will eventually if they are sinning their fall down comes but it is surprised we, uh, uh, that Ajamila doesn't have any of those qualities but still Ajamila has fallen down so that's why to focus on Ajamila's qualities was also important Dantaha, control in his mind and senses See, this is another thing he was Dantaha he has the control of mind and senses because he was practicing all the Vedic uh, injections he has learned Satyavan he was always truthful. This is also another place where we can fall down when we are not speaking truth. But Ajamila was not like that. He was Satyavan and Mantravit, knowledgeable in chanting the Vedic Mantras. Prabhupada writes again in the Second Chance book. Ajamila knows how to chant Gayatri Mantra because he was a, he was initiated by his father. He has a spiritual master who has given his the Gayatri Mantra and also he, he knows how to chant the Hare Krishna Mahamata. So he knows how to chant also. It's not that, why, like, knowing is mentioned here is, when we are falling down, we can take shelter of the Nama, chant the holy names, and help, and take shelter of the Lord, take shelter of the Nama, holy name of the Lord, to have control on our mind and senses. So, Adamila cannot escape saying that, I was falling down, I was getting into the trap, of my senses, but I don't know how to chant mantras. Ajamila knows how to chant the Vedic mantras. He's very well aware of chanting them properly. And most importantly, he's Suchihi, very pure. He doesn't have any kind of uh, uh, bad habits where he may... We may think that, oh, it is very obvious. He has any way bad association. So why to worry? Ajamila is prone to be like that. But Ajamila was pure. <clears throat> he doesn't have any impure habits so that is another quality here uh, mentioned about ajamila gurv <clears> athiti <throat> susrushu as respectful to the spiritual master fire god guest and elders so he was respectful and susrushu he actually does service to them spiritual master fire because he is a brahmana they maintain that uh, Nitya Agnihotri. So they have that Agnihotri. They, they do the uh, Igna. And he is respectful to guests and elders. Anahankurtaha, free from false prestige. He doesn't have any false pride. benevolent to all living entities. He was loving to all living entities. Sadhu, well behaved. Metavak. Controlling speech is not somebody who speeches way, uh, like whatever comes to his mind, not knowing the place and, uh, uh, and uh, does, uh, does a mistake of speaking nonsense. So he has all these good qualities. So if we see the Amadutas uh, did not start from where he started involving himself in impious activities they were saying they were also having a little concern here this kind of a good person he was he was having all kinds of good qualities perfect brahmana as expected by a brahmana he was also a, he was also pious a good son of his father a worthy son of his father who was following all the regulative principles and i have all kinds of good qualities And he is not somebody like attracted to the opposite sex also because he is Sri Sangha Rahitya Atmaka Brahmacharya Rupam. He also followed celibacy, rules and regulations of celibacy and perfect Brahmacharya Ashrama. In spite of all these good qualities, uh, Sadhachara, like uh, Prabhupada again mentions in that book, that we all also can practice Sadhachara like following uh, uh having a temple structure in our own house attending Mangala Arati chanting the holy names of the Lord reading scriptures we need to have that sadachara. like if not very easily we will fall down like we may not be having all the good qualities which uh, Ajamila have uh, but if, if we may not fall down like ajamila has fallen, down if we take shelter of the sadachara and the um, and holy name of the Lord our chanting that can help us from fall down. So this is the position of Ajamila. He was a very, um, very uh, pure and uh, somebody who is practicing all kinds of good things. Um, but then, what happened next? What has caused Ajamila's fall down? So we'll see the next verse ekadashauvanam yataha pitru sandesha krudwijah adayata tat phala pushpa samit kushan gadashyakaminam kanchi chutram sah bujishyaya pidvacha madumari maiyeyam madagurnita madagur netraya Nivya Vyayapetam So his fall down has started. His senses started roaming. kada once upon a time asovamila Wanam Yataha Ya vanam Yataha went to the
0: forest
1: of his father, Sandesha Order: Krut, carrying out Vijaha, the Brahmana, Adhaya, collecting Tathaha from the forest, Avrishthaha, written in Palakushpa, fruits and flowers, Samit Kushan, two kinds of grasses, Samit and Kusha, Sadaksha, Swa, Kaminam, very lusty, Kanchit, someone, Sudham, a fourth-class man, a Sudra, Saha, along with Bujishyaya, an ordinary maid servant or prostitute, Pitwa, after drinking cha also, madhu, nectar, maireyam, made of the soma flower, madha, by intoxication, agur moving, nithaya, her eyes, matthaya, intoxicated, visalat nivya, whose dress was slackened, vyapetan, fallen from proper behavior, nirapatrapam, without fear of public opinion, kridantam, engaged in enjoyment, Anugayantam singing, Hasantam smiling, Anaya with her, Antike close by. Once this Brahman Ajamila, following the order of his father, went to the forest to collect fruit, flowers, and two kinds of grasses called Samit and Kusha on the way home. He came, upon a, he came upon a Sudra, a very lusty fourth class man, who was shamelessly embracing a prostitute. The Sudra was smiling, singing, and enjoying as if this were proper behavior. Both the Sudra and the prostitute were drunk. The prostitute's eyes were rolling in intoxication and her dress had become loose. Such was the condition in which Ajamila saw him. So this is the cause of Ajamila's fall down. Ajamila has witnessed transcription of an intoxicated person who is enjoying sex like an animal outside in public Ajamila was not new to this kind of enjoyment because he was already married but what he's seeing here is an uncontrolled intoxicated person's behavior so anybody who doesn't have sadhachara who are not pure or really sudras who doesn't know who are not civilized who doesn't know what to perform where so that's why Prabhupada always says in Kali Yuga, Everybody is born sutra. We have to elevate ourselves to become Brahmana. So this kind of behavior is nowadays seen on movies or wherever we go on the phone, this kind of propaganda is done a lot for sense gratification. Either through sex or through buying stuff for enjoying stuff, or drinking or smoking, going to the clubs or whatever For there is enough advertisement to break the four regulative principles. So the more we see them the more we are uh, watching them everywhere Uh, the more our senses which are roaming which does not have uh, which are not controlled goes there one day or the other so the biggest distractions nowadays the youth or uh, elderly people are finding is because of their phone they are not able to focus Um, i know i know the time when the the smart smart smartphones were not there Internet itself was enough uh, for having a distraction in a corporate environment. But at least uh, there was a little control there, like um, you have to work in an environment where uh, everybody is watching you, so you really cannot go and uh, watch uh, when you're working. So there was a little bit control, distraction was controlled there. But now because of the phones, we actually invited like you know everybody gloriously displays their smartphones i have this latest that latest i can do this with that this with that and uh, people get more and more attached more and more distracted even if it is not happening in their close vicinity like in their family maybe everybody is following good uh good achara uh, acharya uh, good they are all sadacharas they are having a morning program chanting, doing and everything but uh, they may not be seeing their parents or their elderly people in the family engaging in certain kinds of things like intoxication or illicit sex or uh, gambling um, or uh, any kind of those things but they do that on the phone They, they observe and they see other people doing it so when we keep on seeing those things um, we get attracted to them, and we feel like people, and the way they are advertised also, like as if the people engaged in those acts are enjoying it a lot, as if it is a heavenly pleasure. So there is a little bit of definitely an enjoyment mentioned there, but it's it's, uh, it's uh, it, it 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 also can be. Uh, I was reading, I think, Second Canto, Tenth Chapter, yesterday. So in this verse, um, there uh, how everything has, like you know, how Lord is the cause of all causes. How the sound, how different senses uh, have come. Uh, so people think that uh, engaging in uh, uh, in sex cannot be offered as a offering to the Lord, but uh, great devotees use that also. To give birth to highly qualified, highly conscious devotees. So, in that way, even that is engaged in the service of the Lord. It is not just a mere sense gratification uh, where it is for our senses. Even that thing, which is the highest for human beings, um, that is the highest distraction. Like anybody, a sane person can get distracted easily, um, very easily. Uh, by an uncontrolled, by an illicit sex desire. Uh, Even that can be engaged in the service of the Lord. Um, So definitely there is some kind of a pleasure which is what attracting the people and they get dragged away by that. Um, And that is considered the highest distraction for uh, human beings to follow, uh, to to fall down from their uh, good path no doubt in that but when it is ex- when it is exhibited when it is advertised openly like how the animals do uh, even a person with good qualities even a person who knows the vedic injections who can who is following all those them the senses can get carried away so that's what happened with azamila when he has seen a prostitute engaging in an illicit sex act with a Sudra man fully intoxicated not dressed properly uh, and uh, that too in publicly. So we see this everywhere nowadays in Kali Yuga. So we we really, really, we think that um, like if we are if we are internally strong, if we are having our sadhana sikti strong, and if we don't bring inside what we are seeing outside, we are safe, uh, the things do impact, what we are seeing outside do impact, but if we always, have a tight program of chanting and listening and hearing and if we don't bring those thoughts which take us away from Krishna consciousness which take us into a degraded life into our mind and start contemplating on them we will be safe but Ajamila could not do that so let's see what happened in the Prabhupada is saying when traveling along the public way Ajamila came upon a fourth class man and a prostitute who are vividly described here Drunkenness was sometimes manifest even in bygone ages, although not very frequently. In this age of Kali, however, such a scene is to be seen everywhere, for people all over the world have become shameless. Long ago, when he saw the scene of drunken Sudra and the prostitute, Ajamila, who was a perfect Brahmachari, was affected. Nowadays, such scene is visible in so many places, and we must consider the position of a Brahmachari student who sees such behavior for such a brahmachari to remain study is very difficult unless he is extremely strong in following the regulative principles nevertheless if one takes to Krishna consciousness very seriously he can withstand the provocation created by sin in our Krishna consciousness movement we prohibit illicit sex intoxication, meat eating, gambling in Kali Yuga a drunk half naked woman embracing a drunk man in a very common sight is a very common sight especially in the western countries and restraining oneself after seeing such things is very difficult nevertheless if the grace of krishna one adheres to the regulative principles and chants the Hare krishna krishna will certainly protect him indeed krishna says that his devotee is ever never vanquished therefore all the disciples practicing krishna consciousness should obediently follow the regulative principles and remain fixed in chanting the holy name of the Lord, then there is no need to fear. Otherwise, one's position is very dangerous, especially in this Kali Yuga. So Prabhupada so nicely uh, writes in the Parpadas, don't get afraid by looking at Ajamila's position, like Ajamila is having all good qualities, still Ajamila fall down. So what is the point in me following all the things? Uh, that means I, my following is also effective. Let me do it way before it is happening. We think like that. But Prabhupada is assuring, our Acharya is assuring that as long as you are following the regulative principles no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication, no meat eating and chanting Hare Krishna mantra and being in association of devotees and amusing yourself in the service of the Lord. We can be assured that we will not go. We will not fall down to this situation where Ajamila has come. Otherwise, our position is very dangerous So, when we are doing all these things, we have to voluntarily keep us away from the mundane movies or uh, or the things which encourage these kind of stuff. Uh, earlier like we all have the certificates that are given to the movies or some kind of a description is given like this will be there what you are getting into so we have to pay attention to them and we have to be watchful because ones who are one who one who is very serious in the krishna conscious life uh, they will avoid all these things uh, even before taking initiation but nowadays it's very difficult to even monitor people whether avoided or whether they are avoiding this or not because of the phones uh, Nobody may be, uh, only we know what we are doing on our phones We know what we are watching, we know what we are getting into, we know what we are reading No one else knows So it's very, very important for us to have a self-discipline, self-control and not engaging in any of all these things So we may be thinking that I'm I am not physically going to all these places I have controlled myself But engaging ourselves mentally is also very, very dangerous. Um, We should not be engaging ourselves mentally also because when we keep these in in our mind, uh, uh, they will come out one day. When the situation is favored, when when the circumstances uh, are very much favorable to engage in these kind of uh, uh, things, they come out. Right now we may be in an association of devotees, we may be in a family, we, we, may, we may be restricting ourselves. If we are restricting physically externally, but we are engaging in internally. Then that will become a big danger when the circumstances change and we start engaging externally also. So we have to make sure that when we are following the regulative principles externally and also internally not developing taste internally in any of all, in any in any of these things. And we should be fixed in chanting the holy names of the Lord and obediently, sincerely following the regulative principles, manasa, vacha, karmana, that means in the mind, in words, and in actions. So these three places should be controlled. Krishna says that you have to fix, uh, in fifth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says one verse, like, how we can be protected when our intelligence, mind, faith, and shelter are fixed on Krishna. So these are the four places, uh, these are the four lanes in which we can progress or in which we can degrade ourselves. Intelligence, should be right intelligence, like scriptural intelligence, intelligence, not the mundane intelligence which tells how to exploit Uh, the senses even more and mind, mind should be controlled, mind plays an important role, like even though we have spiritual intelligence, if mind is focused on some of the some of these enjoyments uh, then mind can take away our intelligence and not listen to it and faith, like you know if we have faith in uh, uh, like thinking that breaking the regulative principles or enjoying the sense gratification is the real happiness then we go towards it And we take shelter of those things, uh, taking gold. So all these four four places should be protected by keeping Krishna. So when we have intelligence, scriptural injection, scriptural injections, whenever intelligence is developed, is enriched by scriptural injections, and when our mind is focused on Krishna and devotional service and chanting, listening, hearing, all those things and then when we have faith on the holy name of the lord faith on instructions given faith in instructions given by krishna that this is all a temporary happiness this is all nonsense you will get real happiness when you get liberated uh, and a permanent happiness whatever the happiness your senses are suggesting are all temporary and nonsense you will not be happy don't get carried away by that so when we have faith in the words of Krishna, when we have faith in the holy name of the Lord and when we take shelter, when we have Krishna as our goal, the lotus feet of Krishna as our shelter, then we are protected. We don't need to have any fear. That's what Prabhupada is saying here. Otherwise the Kali Yuga is having... Uh, Enough uh, enough opportunities for us to fall down. Uh, Very easy, very very easy. It was very difficult earlier in the time of uh, Jamila. He doesn't have at least the movies, the phones, and all. He just have to uh, watch. He has he happened to watch when he went to collect those uh, grasses and flowers for his father's uh, igna. Uh, But for us, we don't need to go anywhere, we have it in our own hand uh, uh, We have it in our own hand, our own destruction, our own fall down If we do not know how to use it properly, uh, we are going to spoil our life And that self-discipline we need And also, this verse also tells us how we should be behaving If we are elderly people in the house Uh, if we are uh, if we if some, if um, uh, uh, if we are responsible uh, for any temple or any we should not be behaving in a way which will make others to get inspired and engage themselves in all these bad habits so we may be a devotee in process like we may not have still got control of so many bad things that we have but we have to watch out that we at least uh, you know have a control uh in all these kinds of uh, actions so that anger uh, generation or somebody who is following us don't get uh, carried away uh, by these kind of uh, actions and fall down mm. so this is what happened ajamila saw a drunken woman and men engaged in illicit sex and ajamila uh, ajamila for now has seen that what happened next is the next verse Dhrishtva tam kamaliptena bahuna parirambhitaam jaga mahrushchaya vasam Sahasaiva vimohitaha Dhrishtva by seeing tam her the prostitute kamaliptena decorated with turmeric to incite lusty desires bahuna with the arm parirambhitaam embraced jagama went hrutsaya of lusty desire within the heart vasam under the control Sahasa, suddenly, Eva, indeed, Vimohitaha, being illusioned. The Sudra, his arm decorated with turmeric powder, was embracing the prostitute. When Ajamila saw her, the dormant lusty desires in his heart awakened, and in illusion, he fell under their control, purport. It is said that if one's body is smeared with turmeric, it attracts the lusty desires of the opposite sex. The word Kamaliptena indicates that the Sudra was decorated with turmeric smeared on his body. The Sudra was having turmeric on his body. And it's an indication that if one smears turmeric, it attracts the lusty desires of opposite sex. So this Sudra was embracing the prostitute and Ajamila saw that. And what happened when Ajamila saw that? The dormant lusty desire awakened. So... Lust and anger are the causes of our sin so, uh, when Arjuna we I often quote this, when Arjuna asks Krishna how why we are forced to do the sinful actions as if we are pushed by somebody even after having a control. And Krishna answers, This is this is a template that we have to um, this verse we have to remember like um, uh, uh, every time when we are um, um, when we are breaking any kind of a rule, that we should not be uh, kama Esha krodha Esha So Krishna answers, it is your kama and krodha that is what is making you lust and anger, or is what uh, is making you uh, follow the path of sin, uh, have a sinful life. So that's what Krishna. Answers. It's lust only which is so Krishna says that in uh, 3.37 Kama and Koda are rajoguna samyabhavaha They come from the mode of passion Mahasano Mahapapma, they will push you to do the Mahapapas great sinful activities Vidyenam ihavairinam they are your uh, they are uh, enemies all devouring sinful enemy of this world that's what they are everywhere all devouring sinful enemy of this world so some of us may be having certain desires certain vasanas from our previous lives see vasanas are those like an iceberg like you all see the iceberg we only see um, a small part on the top but there is a lot inside actually so samskaras means the desires, the lusty desire, the, the desires or the tendencies or the characters that we have developed in our past lives that have come into action. Like uh, we, every action that we have been doing in our past life leaves an impression in our mind and uh, carves our character, carves our behavior. Like, you know, it, uh, it molds us. And that which are very prominent uh, that we have been doing again and again in the past lives have come out now into existence or and into action or our samskaras. So we use the word, right, when somebody is behaving in a certain way, we say that that is his samskara. He only has that samskara. That's why he's only behaving like that, whether good or bad, we say. That means those tendencies, um, those uh, uh, traits of our character that come into existence or samskaras but there are so many which still did not come into existence, like iceberg. They are down, and which may come out when when we when we are into that certain, when we are into that circumstance, when uh, when the situation changes. Like we may be otherwise speaking very nicely, sweetly, and all, uh, but uh, if somebody does something which we do not like. Uh, then suddenly the anger in us in us will come out and we start speaking uh, in an angry way. So we cannot claim that all this life I have never shouted at anybody, so I don't have that tendency. We we should be watchful and we should be careful thinking that so far that kind of a situation has not come where I am showing my anger. So in future, when that kind of a situation comes, I may show, I may exhibit my angry side also. I may exhibit my lusty side also. I may exhibit my jealous side also. I may exhibit my envious side also. Right now, maybe the things are not making me envy, but there could be something which can push me to that and where I will become envious. So, do not think that oh, I'm following the regulative principles. I'm chanting. I am safe. I I am protected. Uh, I I I don't need to worry uh, uh, that I'm uh, I'm I have won over the Maya. No, there could be some things which we don't even know that we have those character traits until those circumstances push us to that we, that come out from us because if we notice many people say when somebody has performed a great crime uh, most of the times the people around them never even know that they will be cap- they are capable of that kind of thing because they never exhibit that They're developing that inside so we all should be watchful careful that we don't know what of a life we have in our past so we will be protecting ourselves always with our chanting with our uh, association and we cannot claim that I can never be this person When a circumstance comes when uh, when a situation comes we could be that person so we have to be careful. like like Ajamila might not have thought before that he can become uh, his lusty desires will be awakened by seeing this scene he has seen that now so his dormant the woman embraced the Sudra's arms decorated with turmeric powder the dormant lusty desires in his heart awakened, and in illusion what is the illusion Ajamila is having right now that that is the real enjoyment that is the real happiness I want that woman I want to enjoy that happiness which that Sudra is having that looks like very very attractive I can be happy so that is the illusion Vimohita he fell under their control he fell under their control. That is what it is. 1. Stambhayan Atman Atmanam Yavat Satvam Yatasrutam Nashaka Samadhatam Mano Madhana Vepitam Stambhayan, trying to control Atmana by the intelligence, Atmanam, the mind, Yavat Satvam as far as possible for him. Yatas Rutam, by remembering the instruction of Salivasi, Brahmacharya, not even to see a woman, na not, Shashaka was able to samadhatun to restrain the uh, mana, the mind, Madana Vepitam, educated by Cupid or lusty desire. As far as possible, he patiently tried to remember the instructions of the Sastras, not even to see a woman. With the help of this knowledge and his intellect, he tried to control his lusty desire. But because of the force of Cupid within his heart, he failed to control his mind. So, this is exactly the question which Arjuna asks. A person with discrimination, who knows what is right, what is wrong. So, Arjuna asks in 3.36, our descendant descendant of Rishni, Why impelled? Prayuktoyam means impelled. Why Krishna? Prayuktoyam impelled. Papam charati purushaha. Papam, since charati uh, does purushaha, a man, why does a man do papam? Anicham, without desire. Api varshniya, o descendant of Urshni, balad, as if uh, by a force, even yojitaha, engages himself in sinful acts. So that is what now Ajamila's situation is. It is not that we don't completely have a desire, somewhere inside we have that desire which is not awakened where we focus on that, so Ajamila's lusty desire which was awakened by that scene, he tried to control, he tried to control it by mind, insta- intelligence, by reminding, the, by remembering himself by remembering himself what is the good behavior, he tried to do everything but he could not Unless one is very strong, purport, unless one is very strong in knowledge, patience and properly bodily, mental and intellectual behavior, controlling one's lusty desires is extremely difficult. You have to be very very strong in spiritual, uh, scriptural knowledge. And you have lot of, you should have patience, you should not give up to the agitating senses immediately. Patience is very important to progress in spiritual life. We don't have patience. Without patience, change doesn't come. We need patience. Nowadays, that is what Kali Yuga, lacking is patience. Vyasadeva says in first chapter of Bhagavatam, fourth canto, appearance of Narada. In the verses, he lists the 17th verse, I guess, 1.4.17, where he lists the... He looks at the qualities because Vyasadeva is a great sage. is a Avesha Avatara for Transcendental Knowledge he can foresee the future in kaliyuga and he says that in kaliyuga people does not have proper uh, nutritious food they don't have strength bodily or mentally uh, they are impatient uh, they are dumb-witted they don't have intelligence um, uh, and then uh, they have less are uh, you like uh, they don't have a long life and especially they are very impatient this impatience we see in many in even younger kids a 3 4 year old also very impatient a 30 40 year old also very impatient 60 70 years impatience is like some kind of a character trait we carry with us in uh, uh in us. so patience is very very important in many things having controlling our tongue our belly or genitals or anything like you know vacho vegam mano vegam matter of instructions that VEGAM should be controlled, we should be having patience, so Prabhupada is saying unless one is very strong in knowledge, patience and proper bodily, mental and intellectual behavior controlling one's lusty desires is extremely difficult you need to have strong knowledge, patience, proper bodily, mental and intellectual behavior MANASA, VACHA, KARMANA You should be having this proper behavior thus after seeing a man embracing a young woman and practically doing everything required for sex life, even a fully qualified Brahmana, as described above, could not control his lusty desires and restrain himself from pursuing them. Because of the force of materialistic life, to maintain self control is extremely difficult unless one is specifically under the protection of the Supreme Personality of Godhead through devotional service. So, unless we are under the control of God, Krishna, we cannot control the lusty desires. We will have the pressure of the materialistic life, and how we can control, how we can get under the control of Krishna by doing devotional service, by pra- following the instructions which Krishna has said. Unwilling, also we should be following because our mind and uh, intelligence, which is not fully controlled, may drag us somewhere else. But we have, we are powerful than that. We as a souls are superior to that. And we have to remember that and gain our spiritual strength from our sadhana and practice that. So I'll just take 63 also. Tannimitta smarabhyaja graha graso vichetanaha manasadhyayan swadarmad viraramaha vira Tannimitta caused by the sight of her vyaja taking advantage of his thinking of her way always graha being caught by an eclipse vichetanaha, having completely forgotten his real position, tam, her, eva, certainly, manasa, by the mind, dhyayan, meditating upon, swadharmat, from the regulative principles executed by a Brahmana, vinaramaha, he completely seized. The sun and moon are eclipsed by a low planet, the Brahmana lost all his good sense. Taking, Taking advantage of this situation, he always thought of the prostitute and within a short time he took her as a servant in his house and abandoned all the regulative principles of a brahmana so after seeing that scene ajamila brought that inside his mind and he started contemplating so nobody can protect us when we are contemplating on lusty desires or unhealthy habits inside our mind you know when we keep on contemplating inside our mind about the lusty desires, even if we have a spiritual intelligence, you know, we won't give give uh, importance to that intelligence and we will start working in a way to fulfill our lusty desires. So that's what this Brahmana did. He brought the prostitute as a servant in his house so that he can see every time. So when we know that we have, we have weakness to certain kind of uh, okay. things, which is going to take us away from Krishna. We should keep that far away from us. Purposefully, we should keep that far away from us. But if we bring it inside our house and saying that I will test my mental control, uh, okay. we will fall down. We have to be very, very careful there. So we need to be keeping the things very, very away. That we have to do purposefully. If we don't do that, let's say phone is our weakness, then we have to put phone far away until we finish our chanting. When we are doing Aarti, or when we are in a class, we should uh, put the phone in the silent mode and keep it away. If we don't do that, we will get distracted. You know, world can wait. If something is very important, people will call us. We don't need to worry actually. We have to remember that, and we have to learn to keep certain things away from us. If phone is the problem, or if somebody we know that can speak very harshly and agitate us and make us speak badly, then we have to keep ourselves a little bit away from that. From, we have to protect ourselves from our own habits by, uh, by keeping the things away. But by speaking this verse Sukadeva Goswami wants to impress upon the mind of the reader that Ajamila's exalted position as a Brahmana has vanquished by his association with the prostitute. By having good association, we can progress. If we want to get fall down, we have to have a bad association. So, the Prabhupada mentions that in uh, in uh, Second Chance book, he quotes uh, Rushabadev's teachings for his son, uh, for his uh, son. Uh, where uh, they get carried away uh, by the bad association and they uh, 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 and they indulge themselves so it is very very important here so Prabhupada is writing Ramana was vanquished by his association with prostitute so much so that he forgot all his Brahmanical qualities see, Adhyamila would not have fallen down so much if he has protected him with the good association but what he did instead, he associated with the people where he can grow his lucky desire even more. So association of devotees is very important. When we are, when we know that we are getting influenced by desires which will take us away from Krishna, we have to go and associate in opposite direction. We should not be associating with those people who are engaging in them. We have our mind will suggest that our mind will suggest to go and associate with them. But we have to take that step voluntarily, for our own good, that I will go and associate with the devotee who is very strict, who follows very nicely. I will go and serve him. I will ask him for service. I will engage. I will listen to him more, even if my mind is saying. So we have to do that. So Ajamila's fall down is not just by seeing that scene. He saw that scene. The next mistake he did was bringing that inside his mind and he started contemplating on it, he is engaging internally in those lusty desires, not externally, in the beginning so when he was internally engaging in those lusty desires, his intelligence also worked in favor of his lusty desire and he gave gave a thought that bring that lady and uh, make her servant in your house and then he had now external association also, so nevertheless at the end so we have to remember, even in this kind of bad situation, what has helped him? Chanting, without any offence has helped him. Nevertheless, at the end of his life, by chanting the four syllables of the name Narayana, he was saved from the gravest danger of falling down. Swalpam apyasya dharmasya trayate This is in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says, even by a little devotional service can one can save one from greatest danger. We can get saved when we are healthy, when our mind is favoring, we should engage ourselves in more and more devotional service because that can help us in times of crisis. Devotional service, which begins with the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, is so powerful that even if one falls down from the exalted position of a brahmana through sexual indulgence, he can be saved from all calamities. If he somehow or other chants the holy name of the Lord, this is the extraordinary power of the Lord's holy name. Therefore, in Bhagavad Gita, it is advised that one that one cannot forget the chanting of holy name even for a moment. Satatam kirtayanto Mam yatantas drudavrata. Satatam we should not we should make our life in such a way that some or the other way we are remembering Krishna, we are chanting Krishna's name. Uh, And then we are following our regulative principles, the the promise that we have made to our Guru, chanting of 16 rounds sincerely, qualitatively, uh, and also keeping our environment conducive to devotional service. There are so many dangers in the material world that one may fall down from an exalted position at any time. We should not be thinking that I have been practicing from 40 years, 50 years, I am a great devotee, I am giving so many sessions, I do the temple worship, I do kirtan, Uh, Many many come to me and take advice, I I guide many. No. Any position is not guaranteed of uh, maya's attack. We are prone to maya's attack in any position, in any situation. A brahmana like Ajamila can fall down. Uh, A great devotee like Bharata can fall down. So any position is not safe. Yet if one keeps himself always pure and study by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, he will be safe without a doubt. So what is the best way to keep us pure and study? Chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. You know, we cannot end a Bhagavatam session without glorifying the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra because that is the basis, that is the strength where we derive uh, uh, inspiration, strength, uh, steadiness in practicing what we have heard from Krishna, in getting a in controlling ourselves from our lusty desires, uh, from the six enemies that we have in our self itself Lust, anger, greed, madness, illusion. Um, uh, the only savior, the only protector, the only boat that we have to cross this naissance is chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So Prabhupada says and concludes this verse by saying, yet if one keeps himself always pure and steady by chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra, he will be safe without a doubt. So association of devotees, chanting in the association of devotees, engaging in devotional service in the association of devotees is very, very helpful for us not to fall down from our position, like how Ajamila has fallen down. So one, this is 6.1.63. Uh, 1.63. But he lost all his good sense now. So Adamila could not protect himself by the gnana that he has as a brahmana. I know, uh, Or the steadiness he has in practicing all those uh, Vedanta knowledge. He was only protected by the chanting of the holy name of the Lord at the end. So chanting of the holy name of the Lord is so powerful. This shows the inheritance, inherit strength of the Bhakti which is superior to the Dharma and Gnana So that's why Krishna says Sarva Dharma and Mamekam Saranam Raja So however, uh, how much ever knowledge we have about what is right, what is wrong That doesn't alone save us And following the things for certain amount of time also will not save us because we, make, we can fall down at any point of time But what can save us? Practicing Bhakti Engaging ourselves in the chanting of the holy name can always save us. So I'm going to conclude uh, here. I completed until 6.1.63, Matajis. Tomorrow, 6.1.64. Um, any corrections, comments, or questions, um, please go ahead, Matajis, and tell
0: to you. Just a wonderful class, Mataji. You always uh you know, the chanting of the holy name and now it was in connection to Ajamal story. So um, it was just uh, really wonderful. So one point you mentioned in your class is that you know when uh, maybe I won't be able to put it across in a right way, but I will try. Like you said that when uh, you know the association is wrought right. You have to leave the association, right? But um, and not get into uh, argument or something like that. So sometimes, what happens? There are a lot of people uh, we come across, uh, not lot few. You know, they will put across their uh, whatever they have to say in a very sweet way. But inside, they're very unclean. You know, they're very unclean inside. They are breaking regulatory principles, but outside, they speak very sweetly. So there are a lot of people around will, you know, uh, uh, get very enamored by their uh, sweet talk and nice words. But uh, inside there's a lot of dirt and things. So, you know, dirt in the sense that, you know, they are not following regular principles and then they're very selfish, self-centered and all these qualities are there. Now, if suppose this, uh, this person is, happens to be a part of a family, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, it's like you discovered, okay, this person is like this now, you know, tries to be very nice, everybody's very happy with them, but, you know, I'm realizing that there's something inside that person, which is, uh, and of course, I, I, I'm not denying that I have those negative traits too, but what happened is, happens is that when we talk to the person, we become, you know, uh, this thing, it affects our bhakti, so that's what I'm trying to say, like, for example today's class was is connected to association now sometimes you know we can get into this sweet association and then that also affects our mind in mind my mind get agitated by that later on you know and so you can't even say anything to the person because this person is speaking softly but you know nicely uh, you know just like the story of Putana, how she came <laughs> you know dressed everybody was so uh, seeing such a beautiful woman but then inside of her she wanted to kill Krishna so, you know, Krishna was able to handle her. But for us, it's very hard to handle people like that type. So you're the best person here because I know you are so good in counseling too. If you can guide me so I can, uh, you know, protect my bhakti in the process. Thank you, much Masiji, actually, our, it is not that um, we
1: should not be discriminating. We should be to protecting our bhakti so our criteria for discriminating anything is that whether uh, not the external things like sweetly talking not sweetly talking or nicely behaving nicely chanting so we need to see by whether it is favorable for my devotion or not if if i know that internally that person is not what he is outside and i can see that and i can feel that and that is affecting me and my devotion, my chanting, then that's it. that falls under uh, that falls under the uh, group which is not favorable for devotional service. See, we we should be avoiding whatever is unfavorable for our devotional service because we we should be protecting our practice, our sadhana first. Like how in the airplane they say buckle yourself first and then uh, protect your family members. So we should not be thinking that I will be that great uh, uh, great devotee who will be protecting everybody but I will fall down that for, we should not be imitating uh, uh, the first-class devotees we are now right now Sadhana bhaktas. we have to protect our own uh, thing first if you remember in 10th chapter of Bhagavatam uh, if I exactly don't remember that verse uh, uh, verse number I don't remember but in the 10th or uh, 15th where everybody uh, the uh, all the Pandavas they retire uh, after Krishna left this material world Pandavas starts going one by one in that verses, Prabhupada mentions one of the purports that uh, once everybody leaves all the Pandavas leaves they don't think of Draupadi or Subhadra so Draupadi and Subhadra they make their own arrangements uh, because they were great devotees they go they also get delivered they did not wait for the husbands to take them in that one of the lines in the purport premophor writes like you know we have to take care of ourselves our devotional service we have to be very careful with that even between wife and husband if husband is both of them are devotees and uh, one of them is acting outside as a devotee but inside we know very well that he is not even then we should not take him as an inspiration or her as an inspiration we should always be doing the things which are favorable for our devotional service. Even if the person is speaking safe, softly, those are all not criteria. Sometimes being too comfortable life, uh, being uh, having, we get settled in mode of goodness. Uh, you know mode of goodness is also very dangerous sometimes because when everything is happening so good to us, we feel like, oh, this is very comfortable. I will not change. I will be in this comfort zone. See, mode of goodness is just like, Reaching the airport, launching pad. From there, we have to fly higher to go back to Krishna. We have to go to Suddha Sattva, mode of goodness to pure goodness, we have to go. So, for that, we should be even having uh, judgmental about ourselves also. Like, you know, oh, I'm easy, Uh, I'm not uh, challenging, I'm in the comfort zone. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I will chant 16 rounds. I'll finish them in the morning. I'll do the deity worship. Then evening, I have a lot of time, uh, uh, which I'm using in uh, other mundane things, uh, because I have I what I checked. Uh, my checklist is good. 16 rounds done. Prasada meeting is good. No breaking of regulative principles. But there is so much of time which is left, which I'm not using in Krishna's service, but I'm using it in mundane because I have done the necessary things. And this is so good going forward. No, we should be retrospecting our devotional service every day, our day every day. Oh, I have so much of free time. Why don't I challenge myself and read every day or speak every day or do something else which is related to Krishna? So then if it is with our own, we have to do like that. When we know that if, if however closest that person may be, if he is not favoring to our devotional service, we, do, we should... Uh, we should know to keep uh, themselves in an outer circuit. That means we will do what is needful as a dharma. Like you may, we may be a mother to them, we may be a father to them, we may be uh, a child to them, we may be a sister to them, or we may be a, a, a daughter to them. Whatever the relation to may be, we will do the needful, necessary things. But we will not bring them inside us and uh, and go as downwards in our devotional service we have to be very very careful there we should be making that distinction and we should be keeping away everything and anything that is not favorable for our devotional service and associate with anything and everything that is favorable for our devotion service we may be having one Mataji who is, who may not be speaking a very uh, palatable way like you know that we can take but she always stirs and makes us do more of devotional service, you know she may be somebody who is like uh, who pushes herself and who also uh, wants us to do more, but we have strength and energy to do more, but we are in a comfort zone, then we can we should go and associate with her and uh, uh, you know engage uh, engage like i uh, I always tell like you know um, we should always have people. Uh, Who are very disciplined very regularly doing if we think that I am not regular Then we should uh, bring them on board into the thing that we want to do Let's say you wanted to read so you should fight but you are not regular in reading you read for four days five days And you stop then we should bring a Mataji who who does regularly something or a Prabhuji who does regularly something a devotee Who does regularly something and then we have to extra we have to voluntarily go and ask them uh, can i can you can can i uh, uh, join with you can you help me do this service can i have your five minutes of time let us both read regularly then if they are on board we will also become regular so anything and everything favorable for our devotional service we should keep it even though we don't like it and anything and everything which is not favorable for our devotional service we should keep it in external circle outer circle how much ever we like it so that is what is the thumb rule for us within ourselves even the character traits that we have if we should be keeping those traits which are harmful for us in our devotional service outer and inner those which are favorable for us it is difficult mataji
0: but once we start practicing we will get there so Mataji, inner circle and outer circle that you said, so uh, that, just keep that in mind. There's an the outer circle and inner circle. So accordingly, the, that's a very nice way to put it, Mataji. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, always, uh, you know, guiding. You're like a guiding star, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are no one to judge anyway, but we just have to keep our sadhana strong. Mataji, you also mentioned like Bharat Maharaj's story in uh, connection to Ajamil. So wasn't that a little bit different? Because in that, uh, here there's, a, uh, there's attraction to uh, like a Mataji where he, you know, does all kinds of stuff, uh, the prostitute, sorry, Though, but there it was like the deer. So is there like, a, isn't there a difference in both the situations? See, they are different and same
1: same because they yes.
0: both took no, uh, on this Guruji. very interesting to hear this line
1: yeah so i'll say wow uh see, both they are same because both took the devotee away from krishna they bharat Maharaj was closer to get liberated uh, and then he uh, the affection towards deer took him away from krishna and he fell down he was thinking of deer it's just a, to us it looks like different because, oh, it's, uh, it's he's loving dear. It is not any unethical or adharma or bad habit or anything. But it still, it still took Bharat Maharaj away from Krishna. Uh, he was only thinking, if you see the fall down of Bharat Maharaj there, before that he was only thinking of Krishna, how to perform my duty, um, how to do the things like that. But after he got affection to deer, uh, if you go ahead and read that paragraph, he will be only thinking about deer. He will be worried. Like, you know, deer and all animals, they know how to take care of them after certain time. But he starts wondering, did the deer took food, Uh, is uh, maybe lion is chasing him, and then uh, uh, one minute more. So... He will be start worrying about that deer all the time, in so much so that he uh, completely um, forgets about uh, Krishna or his devotional service to Krishna. So the thing that I say same and different, same because both the attractions took them away from Krishna. They are different because one, one looks like breaking the regulative principles, one doesn't look like breaking regulative principles. Uh, But still it's two uh, two sides of affection, it's just that, like you know, one is a... So it looks now, it's it's, it's still okay, Bharat Maharaj's case is okay, I said same because both took uh, uh, them away from Krishna, so... It took three more lifetimes for Bharat Maharaj to go back to Krishna and uh, he has such a good practice of devotional service he was, uh, he was able to remember in the next life what mistake he has done So, in that way, I uh, oh, mentioned that Bharat Maharaj was at Bhava stage, he fell down and uh, Ajamila is a Brahmana Ajamila is a Brahmana who is following the things Acharya, like you know, he's learned and all, but still he fell down.
0: Mataji, when a situation like this comes, I know there is a similarity, of course, and you uh, you elaborated it, uh, like in the sense, diversion from Krishna, that's what I understand, whether it is toward an animal or towards like opposite uh, sex. So now what happens is like, uh, you know, temporarily does the mind become like a really big enemy? That it just kind of, you know, Devastates one's life. So, so, Mataji, the mind which is there in body, living in our body is is so scary, so to say, because like it's truly an enemy. You know, Bhagavad Gita is not saying just like that. The mind can be a friend and enemy. In fact, if it becomes a friend; it is still okay. We don't bother about it. But this enemy situation we see here, it is like it can actually just uproot our bhakti and make us, you know, like how to engage this mind, Mataji, always in like Krishna. Because I feel that I also fall in prey where you know my mind gets diverted. I want to do this that, and then I like kind of drift away. And then again, you know, I have to bring myself back. And I feel there's so much of loss of time. Yes, yes, uh,
1: that's why. Uh, but it is very difficult to control mind, but it can be, it can happen. We just have to do it. Uh, we have to be keep practicing, giving our mind different kinds of. Uh, different kinds of association uh, to devotional service like you know we should not be doing only one thing somehow or the other unless until we get taste of it see to get taste itself we may take lifetimes and lifetimes or we may get it in this lifetime itself but what we have to remember is first of all to keep the things away that we can keep away like from our devotional service which our mind get carried away let's say I know that this is something which will my mind will go away. Uh, some kind of a literature, novels, uh, then I should not even bring anything into my house. If I know that uh, the TV serials or something is going to take me away, then we should not be subscribing to any of those things um, and uh, get carried away by that. So, keeping away unfavorable things and uh, keeping favorable things closure and uh, giving different kinds of services. Like you know sometimes we go into a comfort zone, that's where mind can get trapped. Because we think now that devotional service is so easy, I'm able to do all those things. So we have to push ourselves out of comfort zone also and do things which we may not otherwise do. In that way mind uh, figu- uh, mind uh, gets busy in figuring out that. Like let's say like, oh I never did this service. So let's say if somebody asks me to stitch a dress for Krishna, I have never done that. So I may put a lot of effort into it, like you know, 20 hours, 30 hours to stitch just a small dress. And then my, my mind is completely engaged in it because I have challenged a service which I have not done before. If somebody asks me to cook, that I may do it very easily because I have been cooking for so long and uh, I may go into a comfort zone because I got used to it. So in that way also, that is one tip that we should be going out of our comfort zone and challenging ourselves. And we should be always enthusiastic and eager to give ourselves new goals. Like uh, so far we may be thinking that, okay, uh, this is good, this is going on, I may not be able to do that. So let's say next challenge will be that I will read all the Bhagavatam. And next will be like, I will write what I have read. And next will be, I will speak what I have uh, written. Or I will uh, try to memorize these verses. Or I will try to analyze this particular pastime of Krishna. Or I will try to learn singing. I may be very bad at it. I'll try to learn singing. I'll try to play kartas. I'll try to make garlands. What not? There are hundreds of things that we can do in devotional service, which our mind can keep us occupied. So every now and then we have to refresh ourselves and give us a challenge every and then come out of our own comfort zone and keep ourselves new new goals like how in corporates every 6 months they keep goals for the employers uh, so there is room for improvement a lot of room for improvement and we should keep our mind busy by giving our giving us those goals which can improve us and uh, we should be always watchful that we are not into a zone where we are easily practicing things are going nice this is so nice dovi dovi like let me be like this Let me not push myself to anything more. So if we keep like that, our mind also is so busy in figuring out how to do the challenging devotional services that we are giving, it has no time to think about other nonsenses, actually. So in that way, we will be engaging mind always in devotional service of the Lord.
0: Thank you, Mataji. Thank you for this uh, wonderful solution that you're giving, like you know new services so it's like like a new uh, just like we start a new day every day so bhakti should not get monotonous and we should, and there are so many uh, of you know we can take it up yeah thank you Mataji. thank you for all the series of answers that you gave and a wonderful class hare krishna
2: hare Krishna, Mataji, Rana, Pranam, Shira, Prabhupada. such a, a nice class uh, reminder uh, as always uh, to be steadfast in our bhakti and sadhana, and uh, to not to be uh, deviated uh, by the so many material distractions. So it reminds me of uh, I recently I heard of a <coughs> situation that uh, one there was a devotee, he is 25 years, uh, and, <coughs> and uh, into bhakti. Yeah, some 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 bhakti you can say See, he was doing some uh, visible sadhana, but then. Uh, Difficult situation came, and then uh, his faith got shaken. <coughs> and there was another person also, this, I, just, I, I saw him with, uh, that uh, similar situation uh, uh, that he was doing, and uh, he was into He was initiated, then uh, he started uh, again consuming meat and uh, fish uh, because his wife uh, couldn't live that. So yes, yeah, so that is uh, that. Uh, basically, I was thinking that when, I, when I, you are telling about the association one and the steadfastness, the Drida uh, that one is uh, those. Those are very important. Like in analyzing the uh, first one, uh, it was found that um, he was having too many. Um, it, it is Prabhupada said right that it should be, he should, he should try to keep our life simple and uh, and uh, avoid, uh, unnecessary, avoid unnecessary complexities. And uh, because that's what uh, the Krishna also says, Vyavasayatmika Buddhi, Eke krunandana Bahusakha Yanam Taschabu, Buddha So then, a yeah, 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 lot of these people have Bahusakha engagement. Here, in having some stock market, this, that, some part time, some side work or whatever so many things uh, so then, that that's, a, that's one thing that uh, distracts and then another is that association rightly said and about know that um, mind uh, like i was thinking that uh, krishna speaks about that in chapter 3 that indriyani pranya aur indriya paramana manashta buddhi ya buddha parashruta mind should be controlled, i mean things commanded by the intelligence, transcendental intelligence, so like uh, unless it is uh, that uh, then it will be driven by the indriya, the senses, and then there's a fall down, like what happened uh, of of course, uh, Ajamil didn't uh, take association, and uh, he was a smart brahmana, he was devoid of uh, engaging his senses also, right, Uh, what I understand. He didn't engage in his senses, unlike uh, in He was uh,
1: having sadhachara. He was engaged in all the things that scriptures were
2: saying. Yeah, scriptures were saying that he may be smart, but uh, what I was saying, whether did he engage his senses like uh, King Ambarish did in in uh, Krishna service. Like, uh,
1: no, he was, no, no, he was a pramana, uh, like, you know, uh, following all the rules, but not like how oh, Ambarish I mean.
2: Ambarisha was a Vaishnava devotee. Yeah, correct, Vaishnava, yeah, correct. So, yeah, yeah that is the if, uh, yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, But that doesn't uh, translate into uh, uh, preventing, prevention of fall down. Yeah.
0: I was going to mention my wife. But he was like uh, going to pluck flowers. He was doing like, you know, puja. He had actually gone to pluck flowers for the offering to the lordships.
2: He may be in a, a Gandhi state collect, also.
1: He went to collect the ingredients required for puja, but uh, he got carried away But by, by that obscene scene. Like, he, he forgot, like, he ta- started contemplating after seeing that.
0: Yes, Mataji. And this is reminding me of that uh, story of Chintamani, too, right? When uh, this, I forgot the person uh, who was after this uh, lady And, uh, you know, he was supposed to do the last rites of his father And then he went away <laughs> to that lady And her mind took, and then, you know, she told him That if your bhakti was strong towards Krishna So, so Billa many stories Yeah, go ahead Prabhuji, sorry, I don't want to interrupt Billa 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 Thakur. Yeah, Thakur yeah, 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 yeah Another story like that So many of them are there Yeah
2: Sorry, yeah, so association. Hearing a hearing and chanting association and uh, engaging all the senses in Krishna's service. Uh, so unless you get a higher test. Unless you are as you are saying that unless you get a Nishta, you get a Ruchi, keep on doing uh, exactly following what Dachary i mean Prabhupada said. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, once Ruchi comes, I think then also there may be. Uh, of course, Ruchi comes means he will be always engaged uh, spontaneously. Thank you, Mataji, for your kind association. The topic is so relevant, and uh, of course, as every day, and your realizations and such knowledge, they all uh, in, in enrich us. Uh, so nicely, thank you. thank
1: you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Dandavad Pranam. Dandavad Pranam, Mataji. I am Buddha, Krishna Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Mataji, very, very in active in class, as usual. I have a question, may I ask you? No, yes, Mataji, if I can not. Yeah, uh, I heard you say that Ajamil uh, brought that prostitute into his home. So, which text number talks about this? I think sixty-two. Oh, okay. Hmm. So he developed a friendship with her, and then he brought her. Why did he bring him home? Bring her home? He brought her home as a servant in his house oh okay yeah so he see initially he saw her in that uh, forest he started contemplating in the mind then he brought her inside the home so association game came to the closest circle so, mm. and in the home he had his parents he had his wife his wife and children right yeah everybody but uh, your mind is somewhere
0: else, so mm.
1: yeah. Thank you so much, Mataji. You
0: said sixty-two.
1: Six point one point sixty two, right? Yes, Mataji, sixty two
0: or sixty one. In these two verses you will find that.
1: Okay, okay. Thank you so much.
0: Mathaji, uh, Hare Krishna Manani, Badala, pranam to you, <laughs> <laughs> Mataji is one of the senior uh, persons in our call. So Mathaji, see, we are we are very fortunate to be in a female body because sometimes uh, you know most of the ladies in female body they are dependent. They are not like a male, you know. With male, what happens? They they can do what they want. They can get any person they are lived with as a maid servant. And mm-hmm. uh, hearing uh, somewhere or uh, reading. Uh, Shri Prapath said that very fortunate to be in a female body because females are more inclined, you know, and they become right. mothers. But, I have seen cases where even mothers have become mother, but still, they behave like a mm, Yeah, They have so many uh, desires, I know so many of the you know, community, uh, this uh, Indian community, we can forget about American mm-hmm. community. Americans, we don't even know because we are not so closely connected. But, Indian community, there are so many Jamal cases I see and I'm like so shocked. that Because they are financially independent, they think they are like a man, they can do what they want to. So, what mm-hmm. kind of karma they are, you know, they are they are gaining, and you know, the chastity is so important. They forget that also because they already mm-hmm. converted themselves mentally into a male body, and they're doing all this. Mm-hmm. Because, like in previous life, previous history, we read right, like uh, you know, so and so king had so many wives. So it's okay. We've heard of that. At least financially supporting them. But like in today's Kali Yuga it is such a like age where. You know the ladies have lost their chastity and they are also uh, even if they have produced their own children, that much love is not there for the children only. But mm. they want no sense gratification because the husband has, like Prabhupada said that you know if the life is if the marriage is based on sex life, then what happens is that uh, you know after some time you lose interest and then you want another one, then you want another one. Whoever can satisfy you, so it is. Right. Um, but I have one question, like to be allured for uh, for you know, uh, sense gratification, or uh, like sexually, to be sexually attracted, physically. So, uh, uh, can we call this also like engaging our senses in outside Krishna consciousness? Because when I when I think of senses, I'm always thinking of something which is on my head. You know, I'm sorry, it's no. a very silly question, but like I'm thinking that you know, senses means eyes, uh, nose, ears, skin, this and that. You know, but When it comes to skin, of course, does that uh, like to be attracted physically and have sexual, this thing uh, is also part of this uh, this thing, senses? Yes,
1: Uh, sexual pleasure is considered as the skin pleasure. So when you say senses, that's where it comes, it falls under that. It's
0: connected to the skin, so it's like a skin disease. So from this I remember one thing, there was one person asking uh, His Holiness Radhanath Maharaj that he came to the temple and uh, I was hearing one class of Radishyam Prabhu and he said, why is it that you all talk about, you know, all this uh, illicit relations, sex life, this and that, you know, this is not good, we should talk about pious things, we've come here to do puja and all. So very uh, wonderful answer Radhanath Maharaj said, he said we talk about it so we don't do it. We talk about it again and again, and it's in the scriptures, so we don't do it. So this can only come from, you know, Guru Maharaj's only, this answer. I mean, it's very hard to answer question like this type. Because, you know, people are critical, and I know some people in our temple also they say, why are they talking like that? But that's because Prabhupada also spoke openly. Because when we speak and we discuss with devotees, this is not good, Jaman story, you know, this, that. Then what happens is, you know, you form an impression. And then you you are like, okay, this is not good for you. So somewhere along the line, if you fall prey to a situation, you know that you have heard a conversation on, you know, like, a lecture, or somebody said it, or, or the conference call. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, so that's why, like, I mean, you know, I also, when I heard that, I feel, no, I can ask questions like that, whatever is connected to, you know, all this, because our acharyas have said it openly. And when I, when I kind of say it, Ask question then you know I'm more determined in my uh, uh, especially the you know regulative principles of illicit relation so I'm more strong on that and not get allurement and all like that because I know when you know like especially I connect to many things like you know my father would uh, he was a very pious person he doesn't live anymore with I mean he's not here he left his body so you know my mother and my grandmother my mom's mom would always say that you know he would not even look at the lady so they used to find it If a lady came, he would just put his, uh, his, uh, his eyes down. He wouldn't even look. Only he would look at his, uh, like, and, you know, and, and notice that sometimes he would look down or he will start reading something or take out some paper if there were a group of ladies sitting. So, you know, these things are so nice. When we, and I was never able to understand why he's doing that. He's protecting himself because he doesn't want to, you know, associate with many ladies in his uh, life other than his mother, sister, wife, and you know daughters so uh, and we can connect them we can connect that to uh, this uh, you know being uh, like um, I mean there was another story in uh, uh, which said that like the person looked in a very odd way and Lord Chetan his appearance day is coming of course in few days uh, you know he uh, dismissed him off that you're looking and your and from his eyes he could see that person is lusty you know so um, yeah, I just wanted to share that uh, portion, you know, like uh, it's good to discuss. So then, you know, we can be more determined in following the principles. Hare Thank you,
1: Ma. Krishna, Mataji. Yeah. Um, Mataji, I have one more question. Uh, it is a general question, Mataji. Uh, we have uh, heard it many times. You know, on one hand, in our scriptures, um, women are protected and women are considered, uh, you know, very pious and uh, motivating force in the family to bring the entire family in Krishna consciousness. But on the other hand, Mataji, we uh, read Srimad uh, Bhagavatam and uh, um, we note that. Uh, Uh, All these kings, you know, like Pandavas, uh, they didn't have one wife, Draupadi. They had uh, many wives, you know. Why women is always, uh, you know, used as a source of enjoyment? I mean, on one hand, we say that women are um, mother. We give the respect of a mother to all women. But on the other hand, men you know i understand that arjun used to go for fighting and he would have to stay there for a couple of months so then he should have a wife he would marry there you know why is it so Uh, that uh, our kings had so many wives and it was always okay it was never objected Uh, so first. Of all, like socially, um, is like uh, kings. It's like a, it's like a safety thing, like because kings have to take care of the progeny. Their prajapatis like they have to continue. Uh, so they used to have many uh, wives, so that they can have more children, and that too in a more righteous way and in a, uh, thing. Uh, And uh, they can maintain also like the uh, husband means somebody who has to uh, maintain not just for sexual pleasure uh, they have to uh, take care of them in all the ways like financially uh, support them and all so they were capable of doing them uh, they were able to do that so especially the kings uh, because they have to carry on the progeny ahead they have to carry on their kingdom ahead uh, they were allowed to have uh, multiple uh, wives, Kshatriyas ch- especially. Not Brahmanas, Kshatriyas. Only Kshatriyas were allowed. Uh, brahmanas are supposed to have only one wife. or uh, in, in some cases, we see they also have multiple wives. Most importantly, they were like uh, controllers. They, uh, they, have to, they, they are maintainers, providers, and all. They have to provide... Uh, uh, they have to provide the things to them. It's it's just not having them and not take care of them and leave them alone. So they used to give them enough attention and take care. Uh, the only thing I can see is that to carry on the progeny because the king may get killed and uh, they will have uh, many offspring. Uh, so in that way, uh, even Narsada, uh, uh, he has he just doesn't have three wives. He has many wives. Uh, but uh, even in the wives also there are different categories like uh, they will have only one wife who will be eligible for doing rituals with them remaining all are not uh, uh, considered like uh, uh, or allowed to do the allowed to sit with them for doing the rituals and like so this is the only thing I can see but I can uh, I can find more references and uh, explanation why it was allowed Yeah. You know, like Chitra Ketu's case, I can understand. He had 90 lakhs wives. The reason was he couldn't get a child, so he kept on marrying. So that makes sense. But Mataji, when, okay, if you can afford so many women, that is all right. But women have emotions too. If uh, uh, there is, um, women are allowed to have only one husband, you know, so she will be dedicated to him. Why would men have... More than one wife. I mean, when she is able to bring progeny in the world, why would even though he is a king? I mean, he has to be a role model, no? Uh, if he does that, does it not affect the entire society? It is like, I mean, It was. Uh, it is not allowed in Kaluga. It was in different Yugas. People used to live longer. Their their lifetimes uh-huh. were longer. Uh, they have. Uh, uh, there are uh, it, in Kaliyuga it is not allowed. Actually, if you see uh, in previous yugas, uh, when you do Pitrukaryas karyas, they used to offer meat. Uh, but in Kaliyuga, so many things are not allowed. In Kaliyuga, having uh, polygamy, like you know, multiple uh, wives, or uh, uh, that is all not allowed in Kaliyuga. Kaliyuga because that uh, different yugas have different lifetimes, different duration of life, uh, different expectation. Uh, bringing the progeny, like one woman may not be able to bring so many offsprings uh, like many women and if you see the Pajapathis, uh, Daksha and all he, he gets all his daughters married to Kashyapa, Kashyapa will have 14 see they all, all the yes, women in right. him, both of them did not consider union of men and women as a sexual pleasure they all considered it as a service to Krishna to take care of the progeny So they were all all in understanding, they never felt like how now it is considered as a sexual pleasure and one wife is neglected or for other wife or left on the road with the children and all. It was not the case in the olden days. Even the men or women they used to consider it as a service to carry on the progeny. I was reading in uh, the second canto, uh, 10th chapter where Prabhupada speaks about how from where the genitals are produced and all. So, Prajapatis are, uh, are the Devatas for that. So they, they, uh, they have to continue give opportunity to the souls who are waiting to get a human body to get delivered. So even that was considered as a service to Krishna, more than like a sensual enjoyment for them. So uh, that's why the kings who are very eligible, they are rajashis, they are Rushis with good consciousness. They have good consciousness. A dharmic way of living so that's why they were allowed to give birth to good progeny so when you are not a good person then you should not even have a progeny like then you should not be even having wives so because these kings were considered as qualified people to bring many souls into many, to opportunity uh, for many souls to take human body it was one of their responsibilities to do that that was one of their prescribed duties that's why uh, 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 Brahma gets angry with uh, Narada when his four Kumaras say that we are not going to carry on the progeny and they went to uh, do the tapasya. After that he gave, um, another set of uh, uh, sons will be born. Even they go, Narada comes and preaches them and they also go saying that we are not going to take care of uh, uh, progeny, we are not going to get married, we will go away. Then he gets... Uh, he gets angry with Narada and he curses Angra. He curses Narada like, you know, not Daksha's son, not a Prajapati. So in this way, when Daksha's sons one by one, first 100 set of sons, they go, they leave the house and they would not carry on the... they won't get married and another set of 100 sons, they also go away. Because as a Prajapati, it is Daksha's responsibility to generate progeny, to give opportunity for the souls to uh, uh take human form of body so it was not considered more like you know i'm not enjoying with one wife my enjoyment is over i'll go with second wife it is it was not like that it was more like a, uh it was more like a responsibility and uh, it was considered like that and even uh, one more factor uh, when the girl get married also if you see um, many maids were sent with the girl like who will be taking care of the girl and some angels will be sent to even take care of the uh, king. So it was, it was like king was considered as the master, controller and enjoyer. Like, and the, the, uh, the subjects were meant for enjoyment like that. So it was also like a service. It's a different, uh, different dharma, different rules in different yuga. It is not for Kali Yuga. It's not for Kali Yuga at all. So many things are not for Kali Yuga. People should not uh, bring them into Kali Yuga. So this is, these are the reasons I could think of, but I will find the uh, uh, proper references and uh, I will see if Prabhupada has written about this anywhere uh, and then I'll try to send you, Mataji.
2: Hare Krishna, Mataji. And, uh, with your kind permission, I, I just hope so you can add
0: uh,
2: to uh, what you nicely said. Uh, yes, yeah, please, please, please. yeah, just, Okay, thank you, Martin. Prabhupada has said that um, about these um, uh, men having multiple wives, it is uh, that uh, in the Smriti um, Shastra, it is said that the women should be always uh, uh, under the protection, either in the Kumari stage uh, under the father's care and uh, the married stage uh, under the husband's care and the uh, widow stage uh, the... Uh, sun scare. so like and uh, so uh, and uh, they are not in part. Uh, uh, they don't can they cannot have the uh They can only have grihastha and they can have, they cannot have. But well, they can have vana to some extent, but they cannot have sanyas. So uh, uh, so this is one part. Another part was said that this uh, I think what uh, what he said is. Uh, by default, uh, the number of women in a society, if there is no uh, such things like uh, what is that, um, uh, this uh, finding the gender of that uh, that whatever what is done in many places, they, that is done uh, before the birth. So without without these um, things, uh, the number of uh, women will be literally more. So if every, all of them. Have to be placed uh, under their husband's care in the adulthood. Then, uh, uh, then by that, uh, if one one to one is there, then there may be some females who are um, adult females who are without husband. That is one part. Another is that uh, in olden days, uh, this lot of um, boys used to be brahmachari lifelong, as you were saying uh, from the scripture itself, and also uh, so the. the they, so they would not marry. So, hey, in that way, the number of boys uh, ready for, I mean, to 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 be had as a husband is also reduced. So that is the uh, requirement, and that's how um, uh, uh, Prabhupada, I mean, I've understood uh, how Prabhupada has said, and uh, uh, so the, that is the background. And there's no, uh, I mean, the requirement is that. Women should be under husband. Uh, so that is a uh, is fulfilled. Uh, and also we should not be seeing uh, uh, as a right. Uh, so this concept of uh, why only husband is husband is only mine, that only mine is a concept born of uh, proprietorship, controllership, and So that is decried. And uh, the husband's perspective also, the w- women... Uh, and uh, they do not uh, see, of course, they're uh, under his care. So he sees them under uh, affection like, them, the, uh, like the children. Uh, so that way also they do not, uh, I mean, that way they, they can be a source of enjoyment, but uh, uh, their children are also a source of enjoyment. Uh, um, but yes, uh, they have to put uh, they, them into the service of the Lord, uh, Otherwise, uh, he is not qualified to be a husband. Uh, that is my, uh, I what I got. Uh, with Kind, Krishna, blessings, Mataji. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Sir.
1: So, Mataji, actually, this just reminds me, like nowadays they say, right, people are killing girl chains. And uh, yeah. in, some, in some types, girls are less. So, a girl will marry four or five people. I kind of... Right, saw a documentary uh, in some remote villages of tribe, Uh, girls are less. So for every thousand boys, there is one girl or something. Nowadays, the ratio is going down. So they are predicting Mm -hmm. that in future, uh, girls will take multiple husbands. I don't know, but it's just, (laughs) so, but I understand your point, like, you know, uh, emotionally connected and all women generally have more uh, that one. uh, but uh, yeah, as Prabhu said, many used to take uh, Brahmacharya and not even come into Gruhasta Ashrama So very, very few men were left and uh, they have to take up the responsibility and women should be put under care, women body So that's why maybe multiple wives are accepted But uh, these prajapatis and all, for uh, progeny, for generation of progeny, that's their main job So they had multiple wives um, So. But I'll still find more. Uh, uh, thank you Prabhu, Parth Prabhu for adding. And. Um, mean, had and, you.
2: and uh, in Bangladesh, uh, Bangladesh uh, Hindus are ruled by uh, uh, the Manuspriti. And there they can take multiple wives. <laughs> so it is there. Even I, Prabhupada lamrit also I read uh, his, when he was not uh, happy with his... Uh, I mean initially... Uh, then he asked uh, his father, "Whether you can take uh, another wife?" But uh, then father said, "No. I mean, better you be, uh, you have, and, and that way, uh, he, you're dis- you 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 will be forced by your situation to be dissociated uh, from worldly affairs."
0: <coughs> oh, I wanted to ask the same thing. Like you said, in Kaliyuga, it's not allowed. You know, multiple wives so what is the basis of that? Why are the yugas they allowed and not Kali Yuga? Which is, Kali Yuga you know, like, is so difficult. In
1: India. India. <laughs> Kali Yuga people are not able to maintain one wife and they have less life, first of all. Uh, duration of life is less and they don't have strength, they don't have capacity to maintain. Uh, so many things are less in Kali Yuga, Mataji. Mm.
0: Mataji, like for example, if there's a couple, okay, and there are four or five brothers, or there are other male members in the family, and you know the wife is not financially dependent on the husband, so then what happens sometimes if you, we would hear that, uh, you know, the brother, uh, husband's brother would marry because, you know, she financially needs help from the this thing, or she would stay with the in laws where other brothers are there. But nowadays joint family is also not there. So for, for any reason also, uh, you know, the wife is left by herself otherwise. If you mean widow? Sometimes situations are like that. She needs uh, support, her husband is not there. No, I didn't
1: understand your question. You're asking widows? Widows are allowed to marry or what you're asking? Maria? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So if there's a widow and she's not educated enough to, to you know, like uh, earn her living. You know, her yeah. Life, like... So then in that case, she can
1: marry? Yes, Mataji, they, they are marrying nowadays, right, because if kids are there, um, uh, they need, uh, you know, we because, Mataji, senses are hard to control. It's better to marry and have a regulated sense enjoyment uh, than, uh, no, than not having. Like Prabhupada uh, uh, writes in um, which, uh, no, uh, second chance itself or uh, I read a lot of stuff, I forget there. So he writes, there is a indication that how a person, like if you have a sacred thread, that means you have taken a spiritual master. Um, if you are dressed nicely, uh, that means like, uh, okay, your husband is in the town. If you are not, then husband is not so on. So in olden days, uh, even if the husband is not there, husband passed away, father or brother, used to take care of them because they are not financially independent and give them not just financial support, moral support, social support, everything they used to give and women were also like everybody, they used to just uh, have a life uh, normal but, uh, It's good to get married and have a controlled way, regulated way of enjoyment if they can, uh, if uh, if uh, if if it works out for them, um, so it's always good to uh, not for financial reason, uh, sense sense control, uh, moral support, emotional support. To live in this material world, we need all those things. We need to be felt like we are loved. We are loved. So that is the biggest problem, right? Like people need to feel like there is somebody for us. We are being, we are being loved and we need uh, to live. So that hope should be
0: there. Yes, Mati. Why I ask this question is like in this time there were joint families, right? So what happens? Suppose there are four brothers, one, one wife, husband passes away. So that lady will stay, she becomes a widow, she stays with the other brothers and their wives. You know, it's a joint family. But nowadays when everybody is living individually and if anything happens, then the other wife will say, why do you bother? You know, like, uh, why do you have to, because the mentality is also very, uh, you know, uh, single family type of mentality these days. So in some situations, she's in a, a, you know, she needs financial or Emotional support, the husband is not there. I think it is okay for her to get married. I feel like that. This is a personal thing. I'm yeah, yeah. It's okay,
1: Matthew. it's okay to get married and do it in a more uh, dharmic way,
0: right? And you know, like yesterday I was reading, like, first canto I'm reading these days, uh, like from Bhagavatam. Uh, Shivan Bhagavatam said that one of the, I don't remember exact words, but I have to look, in which it said that how. Uh, like Krishna is so uh, understanding, uh, like he's such an understanding God with a capital G, uh, that you know he, like you know, uh, Devikis all the children, Devikis all the children uh, were killed, you know. So then and then, uh, you know, like the children of uh, uh, Kunti were uh, not killed, so to say, Pandavas. So why it was like that? Because it it mentions Shri says that Krishna knew that even if the children of Deviki died